One. Long tail cast on. Mariah Van Ripper had never done things in life on anyone else's timeline, and dying had been no exception. On Mariah's last earthly days in Terrytown, her niece Aubrey had been sitting in the yarn room, the stitches of a lacy mohair shawl waltzing between her fingers. She hadn't realized she'd been dozing, her mind wandering dreamy byways, even while her fingers danced through stitch after stitch, until the moment that Mariah appeared in the doorway. Oh good, Aubrey, there was something I wanted to tell you. Aubrey looked up from her knitting. Framed by the door jam, Mariah listed slightly to the side, like a wide flag waving in a gentle wind. She wore a long, shapeless dress made of cotton so crisp and white that it nearly glowed. What are you doing back? Aubrey asked. I thought you had an appointment with Councilman Halpern. Did you forget something? Yes, I believe I did. Well, whatever it was, I would have brought it over to you if you'd called me, Aubrey said, chastising a little. What do you need? Mariah didn't answer. Her eyes were wide and confused as a sleepy child's. She murmured between half-closed lips. Mariah? Aubrey stopped knitting at the end of a row, dropped her hands. The shawl lay sunlit and rumpled as yellow fall leaves in her lap. What is it? What's wrong? Something I was going to tell you. Well, let's hear it. Something. Hey, you feeling okay? Aubrey watched her aunt's pupils telescope into tiny black points. She seemed focused on something Aubrey couldn't see, a speck of dust perhaps dancing in the air, or some secret thought of her own, anchored so deep in her gray matter that her unseeing eyes drifted like boats from their moorings. Mariah was of middling height and impressive girth, with hair like long, runny drippings of pigeon-gray paint. Although she had not been a beauty, even in her youth, she had kind eyes, a generous smile, and deep, appealing wrinkles. The sun coming from behind her silvered her hair and the white hem of her dress. Oh, well, Mariah said, I guess you'll have to figure it out. She sighed, not unhappily, and then she stepped out of the yarn room and out of sight. Aubrey set aside her knitting and crossed the wide wooden floorboards. She felt lightheaded, caught up in the swill of her own worry. Mariah's health had been in decline for the last few years, and it occurred to Aubrey that her aunt might be having a stroke. The doctors had warned them. Aubrey peered around the door jam. Mariah had vanished without the sound of a single footfall to mark the direction she'd gone. Not even possible, Aubrey thought. But she called up the stairs anyway. Mariah? She called down the hall. Hey, Mari? She jumped when the phone rang. The hair at the nape of her neck stood on end. She picked up the receiver very slowly. Yes? Aubrey Van Ripper? A stranger asked. It was then that Aubrey knew, knew before she'd been told, that her aunt had not returned to the stitchery for some forgotten item. In fact, she was not in the stitchery at all. And Aubrey thought of how vulgar it was that news of death, such an intimate and private thing, should be born on the lips of a stranger. For the first time in her life, Aubrey was alone, fully and finally and unexpectedly alone, 
alone in that moment and forevermore alone, her knitting needles stilled on a table in the yarn room, her ear hot from the press of the phone, and a stranger's words floating to her from somewhere, not here, explaining a thing that had happened all the way across town. In his private office not far from the Terrytown Village Hall, safely ensconced behind neo-colonial pillars and Flemish brickwork, Councilman Steve Halpern poured himself a drink from the small flask he kept for emergency use in his bottom desk drawer. The ambulance had left only moments ago, bearing Mariah Van Ripper's body away from his office for the last time. He leaned back in his cigar-brown chair. It whined under his weight. You know, a person never wants to see a thing like this happen, he said. Jackie Halpern, who managed his electoral campaigns, his accounting, his sock drawer, and his blood pressure medication.